If you haven't heard, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Anchor podcast is free and convenient. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Radio Public and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor has everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. received an invitation to lunch at Charles' house. He answered the door wearing nothing but his robe. The moment the door shut behind me he gripped me by the front of my pants and pulled me to him. He kissed me passionately and then looked deeply into my eyes. I licked his bottom lip and smiled. Hello Charles, I cooed. You are overdressed. Here let me help you take all of that off. He began unbuttoning my bows. I closed my eyes and relished in the sensuality of being completely disrobed by that big beautiful man. Charles gently slid my blouse off of my shoulders and let it fall to the floor. I felt him unfasten my bra. He kissed my breasts as he pulled the lace from my flesh. He knelt down and removed my shoes. Once the last of my clothes were removed from my body I opened my eyes and smiled up at him. I placed my hands on his chest and allowed my palms to slide down his torso to his waist. I dropped to my knees as I untied his robe. I licked my lips at the thought of taking his throbbing dick into my mouth. Charles' cock was hard as steel, rigid and inviting. I slowly lapped the tip of the head, as if I was tasting the first lick of an ice cream cone. He tasted fresh, smelled clean and inviting, with a slight hint of cologne. I took his luscious limb as deep inside my mouth as I could swirling my tongue around his shaft as I went. I caressed his legs and buttocks as he tenderly slid his dick back and forth. I salivated from the sure abandon of our shared pleasure. Come up here Tara, his voice was but a whisper. I immediately obeyed, all the while running my tongue up his belly to his chest as I stood. I stood on my tiptoes and kissed his neck. I wanted him to fuck me so badly. He had me transfixed in a world of sensuality and decadence, a universe of true concupiscence and carnal desire. Turn around Tara, bend over and touch your toes. Yes, I replied as immediately obeyed his command. Brace yourself Tara. I bent my knees and tightened my thighs. Charles rubbed the head of his cock back and forth between my slit. He gripped my hips with both of his hands then penetrated my soft wet pussy with a single hard thrust. Ew. I cried out, pain integrated with a thrilling pleasure. My back arched, involuntarily, jerking my body up into an almost perfect 90 degree angle. Relax Tara. I've got you you boo. Charles tightened his grip on my hips and drove even deeper. His stroke was menacing, shocking, and oh so breathtakingly delightful. My orgasm was fast approaching. Oh God. My cries filled the room Charles. Sweetness. I exclaimed on bated breath. I was so excited that could barely breath. My passions rose effervescently from the tips of my toes and fingers, culminating in the center of my body concentrated itself, building to heights that I had never experienced before. Pleasure pushing me to the edge and then shoving me over. Cum ran down my legs and pulled on the floor in between my feet. 
My limbs went limp as the aftershocks flowed through my body. Charles lifted me up, held me in place and pumped my pussy relentlessly as I moaned, basking in his strength and vigor. I clamped my on his hips. The astonishing aftereffects turned into overzealous yearning as my body geared up for another orgasm. The strength of my legs returned as my back arched and my arms winged out. I bounced back on his pleasingly unyielding dick with a fanaticism that was downright mind-boggling. My head spun and my ears rang as my blood rushed. I worked my pussy muscles, gripped his dick with all of my might, contracting and releasing rhythmically all the while matching his groove, stroke for stroke. Deeper and deeper he powered into my pussy. I almost fainted from the intensity, thankfully, I was granted a reprieve. Charles' body quickened. All of a sudden I felt his hot semen shoot into my body. As he stroked my pussy his body quaked and quivered. He staggered and fell to his knees and then we both fell to the floor spent. I love you girl, Charles declared, to which I said absolutely nothing. Those were the last words I heard before I passed out cold. Being multi-orgasmic is relatively new to me. My body has not been able to acclimate to the intensity of the all-consuming climatic carnality. Waking up afterwards bestowed a calm and inner peace like no other. I just wish I had better control. I want to saunter off to bed sexually satisfied and curl up in a bed before I drop off to sleep. Maybe even say something sexy to my partner beforehand or just get something to drink as I always wake up super thirsty. Charles was laying next to me, dead to the world and snoring deeply. I giggled as I thought, at least I was not the only one totally depleted. I went in the kitchen and got a drink of juice and returned. I tucked myself in close to Charles and went back to sleep. Hours later, we sat down to dinner. We looked at each other and laughed. Last weekend was epic, I said in an attempt to steer the conversation. Sebastian had it coming Tara, Charles replied breezily. So, taking his woman at his birthday party was you giving him his just deserts? You were never his woman Tara, Charles corrected, slightly offended. Just tell me Charles, fill in the blanks please. I really don't want to pull it out of you, I commented. I told you how Sebastian treats the ladies he dates. He brags about every fucked up thing he puts the woman through. He believes a woman has to pay her dues to be with him. No woman needs or deserves that kind of hurt. True, I admitted. But you promised me details Charles, so spill the tea. I sat there and listened to every horrible word. Sebastian was a very sexy, deeply disturbed, evil man. He was a closeted fluid swinger who demanded honesty, fidelity, and insisted on exclusivity whilst basking in the afterglow of the first sexual experience with a woman. He endears himself to the woman of the moment. Showers that special her with his time and thumpful efforts. Only the best will do for the woman on his arm was how he sells it. When in fact, he purchases everything for himself, his likes, his taste, his preferences, etc. He then persuades the woman to change and adapt to accommodate him. The woman has to dress a certain way. Her hair, nails, and even her perfume was a direct reflection of him and therefore he controlled it all. He laughed about making each woman turn on herself to please him. If she loved her hair long, he suggested a short style would better display her beauty. He even convinced a woman to shave her head and then dumped her after she did it. Claiming, she should have had more self-respect, at least enough to stand up for what she believed in. It was obvious she did not believe in herself. Well damn. I chuckled a little bit before I asked, you said he was fluid, right? Which means he has had sex with both men and women. Is fluid the politically correct way of saying, bisexual? 
Or are animals involved? Wouldn't that be omnisexual? Charles roared in laughter before he replied, Fluid is all about the connection, not just sexual attraction. They are open to love with whomever the universe sends their way. Um K. What Sebastian does to women is not love. I stated wholeheartedly and then added, that bullshit would never have worked on me. Would you like to know what he said about you? Charles asked teasingly. Which, by the way, was the only reason I came to his party in the first place. Yes please, do tell me all Charles, I said excited to be in the know. I heard about you after the party you're playing for Nadia. You, my dear Tara, were all Sebastian could talk about at the cigar bar. I poured a glass of wine, sat back in my chair, and listened to Charles' baritone voice continue on, you had a man, but you could not stop staring at him. Your man left with another woman and yet, you could care less, as you got your flirt on with him. You gave him your number. It wasn't like that Charles. Sebastian practically hired me on the spot to plan his birthday party, I defended. Look at what happened at his party when I met Phil's date. She booked me immediately with deposit. By the end of the night I had three more bookings. You do not have to explain it all to me Tara. You called me when Phil got out of pocket, not Sebastian me. I came to comfort you. Comfort? I asked, feigning shock. What an interesting and ridiculously ironic euphemism, I said with a giggle. Please continue. We were on the golf course the morning before the party finishing up the ninth hole when Sebastian took bets of fucking you on his birthday. A bet I lost, by the way. You bet on my pussy Charles? I asked. Oh yes, and I won big, he admitted with a chuckle. Whatever do you mean sir? I asked slightly offended. After Sebastian collected his winnings, I caught up with you in the bathroom. You caught up with me, huh? I asked rhetorically. I caught up with you in the bathroom, Charles repeated pompously but then went on casually, and then again in the guest bathroom to set the stage. I made damn sure you did not get caught up in his game. I might have enjoyed playing that game, and winning. I was already besting Sebastian before you ever got involved Charles, I chastised. Indeed, you were winning, Charles admitted. Old boy said. Charles chuckled as he continued, he said you would not talk to him after sex. Tara, is that really true? Yes, I chuckled. Why wouldn't you talk anymore? Because my dear, there was nothing else that needed to be said. I simply ran out of words for Sebastian. At first, I thought there were feelings or some kind of sentiment behind it, but then, while you were eating my pussy in the gazebo, I realized something very life-changing. Do you care to share this epiphany, Tara? Charles asked practically at the edge of his seat. You're so stupid Charles, I giggled playfully. I had a sexual awakening. Once I let go of what I thought I wanted for my life, and embraced my innate carnality, my body sang. Charles, my flesh continues to sing as it welcomes one orgasm after the next. Okay. So, what does that even mean? It means I am not emotionally attached enough to even speak to Sebastian ever again. In truth, I could care less if I ever speak to an ex-sex partner ever again in life. You're speaking to me Tara, Charles pointed out. You, my dear tall tan superman, will never be my ex anything, so stop playing. I gazed into Charles's eyes and asked, what about Philip? What was that all about? Tara, for an astute woman, you clearly do not see the truth. Phil is gunning for you baby. What? I asked, shocked. 
He had to be stopped love so, I stopped him, Charles stated boldly. What? Tara, have you noticed that Philip has been at almost every social event you have attended? He has brought several women in an attempt to rile you up. Unfortunately for him, you have never cared. Last Saturday, he saw a chance to embarrass you and took it. Embarrass me? I asked taken aback. That man is stuck on you not being broken down by the breakup. Philip and Sebastian are cut from the same cloth. Charles took a sup of his beer before he continued, Charles wanted you to beg for his love. He wanted you pliable, easily controlled. His goal was to rob you of self, your self-esteem, self-love, and self-preservation. He wanted. A Stepford wife, I finished, Philip was so jealous of our friendship Charles. I did not even notice so much time had passed since we last saw each other, until you pointed it out. I sat back in my chair and let me arms fall to my sides. I stared at Charles as my mind raced. I did indeed give up a lot of myself for my relationship with Philip. I had no social life outside of Philip. I had no friend, other than Phil, who were not also friend with Phil. In fact, after the breakup, I realized that they were his friends, and not mine. Tara, Philip isolated you and then went in for the kill, Charles stated emphatically. He rejected you Tara, your love, and the life you built together. What kind of person does that to people? I hissed. A sadistic sociopath, Charles stated. A person who does not want to share a life with you. No no. He wanted complete control over you Tara, with bragging rights. Bragging rights? I probed further. Oh yes love, the brag. Guys night out, with you at home waiting, trusting, getting paid for a fool as your man kicks it at strip clubs and fucks whomever before coming home to you sleeping peacefully on the couch or in bed. You have got to be kidding me Charles. No Tara, I am schooling you, Charles shook his head as he pressed on, for the life of me, I cannot understand why you chose that loser. For the life of me Charles, I cannot place logic to my choice either. Try Tara, I need to understand. Charles. Please Tara, you can tell me anything. Okay Charles, I will tell you. I took a deep breath before I went on, the man I wanted more than I could say. The man who I was helplessly falling in love with is a swinger. Charles scooted his chair away from the table and sat back in his chair and asked. Tara, are you in love with me? No Charles, I am not in love with you. But you have feeling for me Tara? Do you have feeling for me Charles? I countered. 